Welcome to the Creators Club Podcast with Dev Tyler. I get it. You want to grow your reach and content is exactly how you'll be able to build your brand awareness and generate leads for your business as a solopreneur creator. Here's the deal. You got to review the past 30 days of content. I don't care what you got to say. You get what I'm saying? No excuses. Reviewing those past 30 days of content is important for understanding the effectiveness of your social media strategy. So there's no point in doing all this type of stuff, social media, this, putting things out, if you're not going to review this stuff to ensure what? That you're analyzing what worked well and what didn't. Plus, you're going to identify certain patterns of engagement and understand what your audience is truly after. You're going to understand what their preferences are. This is a valuable step in ensuring that your social media efforts, they align with your business goals, your business objectives, and contribute to attracting that ideal audience that you're after which at the end of the day does what? It helps fill your funnel. It helps fill your pockets, right? And ultimately generates sales and revenues for your business. Here's a step-by-step breakdown on performing a review of your past 30 days of content. That is gonna be about 10, maybe 12 steps here. But the first step is defining your objective. You wanna clearly outline the business goals and objective you aim to achieve using social media in the past month. All right, so I don't care what platform you're using, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever else is out there, I want you to clearly outline those business goals and objectives that you aim to achieve. Now, this could be increasing your brand awareness, driving traffic, getting more engagement, uh, generating leads, having more conversations, define those objectives. The second step, you want to start gathering data. This is your data collection. All right, this is gathering that data on those key metrics like engagement rate, the reach, the impressions, the click-through rates, the conversions, whatever data that you use for your business, I want you to start gathering this information. Now, you got to use social media again. And good thing about using social media, they do provide analytics tools. You can go through that and see what's, what's happened in the past 30 days, in the past 60 days, in the past 90 days. However, my best recommendation is to use a tool, a third-party tool like Metricool. Link in the description is show notes below. That's my best recommendation to use a third-party tool that's going to allow you to dive deeper into the analytics to understand what content has a, a particular percentage, if you will, of the effectiveness and reach to your to your certain audience. So they, they give you a lot more than what the platforms allow you to do. Because you got to remember, with the platforms, they're just there to keep people on the platform. They're not there to really give you data analytics on how to take people off that platform. So that's why using a third-party tool like Metricool or anything else that's out there is best. Number three, you want to see that content performance. So you want to evaluate the performance of each individual post. This is why I'm saying a third-party tool like Metricool uh, will give you more insight into the performance of each individual post. So by identifying the top performing content in terms of the likes, the shares, the comments, and any other relevant metrics to you, this is a good place to start. Now, analyzing what made these posts work. This is the best place in understanding what's successful and what's not, meaning moving forward and understanding what your audience and preferences are. So you want to identify any key shifts or any trends that you might be able to pick up on. So if you're in a particular industry where it's very trendy, I would start talking about those particular trends as they're going up and down. Because that's going to give you more insight. It's going to give you more content that you can talk about. It's going to get people coming back to your page and, and, and your profile and visiting you and things of that nature. But it's going to ensure that your content aligns with what? the preferences of your audience at the end of the day. So that's what I'm saying. If you're in an industry with trends, you might want to follow those trends because again, it's going to align with what your people want, the people that are, you're attracting to your business. Real quick, download my profitable social media content roadmap. It's designed to save you time, 
crush your content creation and your content marketing, plus grow your business systematically. Visit the link below in the description or the show notes to download now. I appreciate you. And step number four, we're doing some platform comparison. So if you're using social media platforms, you're using multiple of them, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, whatever else is out there. If you're using multiple social media platforms, you have to compare the performances. All right, you want to determine which platforms are the most effective for your particular business and allocate the amount of resources <laughs> that are available to you accordingly. All right, so this is why I was recommending a tool like Metricool or some other similar system uh, that you can manage your social media with because these tools are going to allow you to see all of this stuff in one place, making this process a lot smoother. So if you're using multiple social media platforms, I know I keep saying align with the preferences of your audience when it comes to the content. But if you're doing this platform comparison, if you're doing the analytics that I'm telling you to do, that again, using a third-party tool like Metricool or something else will allow you to do this a lot smoother because you don't want to be having one window open for LinkedIn, another one for TikTok, another one for Facebook, another one for Instagram, and you're trying to understand all these analytics when you have it in one place, all right? So number five is your content type and format. Remember, I keep saying aligning the preferences with your audience, of references, of preferences with audience, align the preferences with your audience because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about what your audience wants. So you're going to assess the types and formats of content you shared, such as those images, those carousels, those videos, those articles, those infographics, and identify what resonated best with your audience and continue creating more of that. Number six, got to determine your posting schedule. This is coming into the analytics again and understanding the time and frequency of your post. Now, there's all sorts of data out there that says post at eight o'clock and nine o'clock and six o'clock and this time on that day and this time on this weekend. Fuck all that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's for you and your audience and what works best for your business. Because if you're trying to reach certain people who are in the business world, well, they're probably more than likely. And I say the business world, you know, they work nine to five jobs. They're probably more than likely checking things first thing in the morning during their breaks and in the evening right before they go to sleep. So there's no point in posting something at four o'clock in the morning if that's not where your target audience is going to be awake. So that's why I say analyzing the timing and the frequency of your post is going to allow you to determine when your audience is most active and you're going to be able to adjust your posting schedule accordingly. So these are you know, many studies, again, that, that tell you all sorts of things and broaden and, and starting points. I don't give a damn. Figure out what works for you and your, your business. So that's when you're looking at that data and metric cool or similar to, it would tell you exactly when your audience is most active. Now, this is important, again, because as a solopreneur and creator, you want to ensure your content reaches your ideal people at the right time. Again, that's why I say you don't want to post something at 4 o'clock in the morning, looking at the data and analytics. I don't care what, what, what websites say. I don't care what blogs say. I don't care what your favorite person says. I don't give a damn if you don't have to listen to me. But one thing you should pick up on is something specifically tailored to your business. Now, Point to number seven, competitor analysis. You're going to research those competitors on social media. You're going to see what activities that they're involved in, and you're going to identify the successful strategy that they're using and consider if any of the tactics could be adapted to enhance your own business, your, enhance your own approach. So, for example, I don't care if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, wherever the case may be, you don't have to do exactly what I do. You don't have to do exactly what anyone else does. If you're good with text and typing, putting words together, and you see your competitors out there doing video and they're doing flashy stuff and that's not comfortable for you, don't do it. You get what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Consider their tactics and if that could be adapted and work for your own business. Now we're going to move to the next step, which is adjust your strategy. 
Now, based on all of your analytics, make informed adjustments to your social media strategy. This is how you're going to level up. This is how you're going to move past the BS that you're in right now. And it's not a, a disrespect when I say it this way, because we're all uh, growing, we're all evolving, all forever learning. No one's perfect here. So consider refining your content. I had to learn skills. I had to stack my skills. I get better and better as I improve and grew my business. This is how I'm able to have these conversations and speak to you the way I'm speaking to you. So you got to adjust your posting schedule. You got to explore a new platform. So say, for instance, that you're on a platform like TikTok and you're like, I'm posting videos. Why is it not reaching? You might not be on the demographic side of TikTok. You get what I'm saying? You might be on the demographic side of a Facebook or a Pinterest or a YouTube. You got to understand that the context of that particular platform would dictate the content you create for that platform. So you got to understand this is why going into the data, this is why you go into the analytics and understand what's working and what's not working. And number 10 is setting those goals for the next 30, 60, and 90 days. So if you've already done all this work, done the analytics, you see what people want, you see what people don't want, you got your posts that you're moving forward with. You gotta establish some clear and measurable goals for the upcoming month based on all the insights that you gained from this review. There's no sense in doing a 30 day review and still posting the same crap that didn't work. All right. So, this is why you wanna ensure that your next type of content is gonna be your best type of content. It's gonna reach the people that you wanna reach. And in those next 30 to 60 days, you're defining appropriate goals and objectives that gonna allow you to do so. Next is your staple content, which involves creating foundational and evergreen content that's going to serve as a consistent and reliable resource for your target audience. Now, that staple content could be your blog. It could be a YouTube channel. It could be a podcast, something that's going to be around that's not, quote unquote, here today, going tomorrow. Your post that you put on LinkedIn and TikTok and Facebook and any other social media platform, platform for the most part, you're going to have your audience see it for the first you know, three days, maybe. And after that, anyone going to visit that in a month or two? Even if they save it, they're likely not. But if you use a podcast, you use your blog, you use something like YouTube that's evergreen, you can have search abilities. People typing in things, looking for stuff. And you might pop up from something that's from two, three years ago. We've all done it. We've watched videos. We've read articles. We've seen stuff from five years ago. We're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. So that's what I mean by you know, creating an evergreen type of content. So your staple content could be content pieces that highlight the core value proposition of your products or services. And it demonstrates expertise in your industry or it addresses common challenges faced by your audience. So remember, these are likely frustrations and issues, a former version of your self-experience. So let's say, for example, you're a fitness trainer. And 10 years ago, you were struggling to get in shape and the best shape of your life. You can help everybody else do whatever they need to do. So there's some content in between that 10 years that, quote unquote, me as someone who's trying to get in shape, is missing out on that you can create that I can go search and learn who you are and then start trusting you as somebody I could potentially do business with. That's why by creating this, this, this long-term evergreen type of content so that we can reach your people in the most efficient, efficient way possible. So there are two quick things when it comes to creating this, this type of content that I want to uh, uh, mention to you. You're going to be scheduling this. So you have to first have efficient content marketing, and you want to build a content calendar. Again, two quick things that I'm going to tell you about, about the importance of scheduling this type of content. Efficient content marketing is what we're talking about first. And that's scheduling this type of content. Scheduling your evergreen staple type of content in advance. The reason why you want to do this in advance, because you don't want to be trying to do something that day. You don't want to be trying to do something that week. 
You want to have your mind free and clear so that you can focus as a business owner, as a solo creator, as a solopreneur to advance things forward. So you're scheduling things in advance. My recommendation is to use Metricool or a similar tool. I am not sponsored by Metricool. I just enjoy their social media management service that they offer is allowing me to do a lot of the data analytics, allowing me to grow my business, clients and students, and it's a great software and tool. Again, you can use a similar third-party tool, link in the description to show us below, but it's going to allow you to better plan and organize your content marketing efforts. It's going to ensure that you have a steady flow of valuable content without the stress of last-minute creation. It's going to provide you with more time to focus on other aspects of your business that you can move things forward and grow. So again, that's why I'm saying that you don't want that last minute this day or, or, or this week, you want to be able to have a system in place that's going to allow you just to focus on aspects of your business that are more important to grow in it. The second part of this is building out a content calendar. All right. So you're going to regularly schedule posts that are going to build out that effectiveness of an effectiveness, that awareness that's going to be effective in attracting the people that you want that's going to generate leads, revenue, profits, and sales. So it's essential for building out a well-rounded content strategy, having a content calendar in place is going to allow you to align your content trends, your product launches, important dates, whatever it is that you have scheduled in your mind and on paper or anywhere else, this is what having this for. It's going to maximize that impact of your marketing efforts. Again, you got to identify what hits every single time, even in a dry month. This is why you have these type of tools in place because you're able just to keep popping things out. You know, we hear about people still building and making money in recessions because they understand what's going to hit every single time, even in a down month. So you got to experiment and find what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And you keep those type of things on your calendar because at the end of the day, your audience should know when you're about to bring that fire content. But it has to be easily identified digestible digestible because at the at the end of the day that digestible content is crucial for engaging your audience you don't want to have some complex theories if that's not what your audience is about because then you're going to have so i got quiet you're going to have crickets so you have to have digestible content that's engaging for your audience and it's going to refer to how easily and quickly your audience can understand that type of information so they want to absorb it as fast as possible they want to retain it as fast as possible you want to have bite-sized chunks that's why when you go into somewhere like like a costco or, or bj's or or, or, or or a sam's club now i'm not sure if they still do this but way back in the day they give you the appetite they want you to have a little stick a little toothpick pick that up mm, this cheese tastes good mm, this chicken tastes good where can i find this at these are the digestible pieces of content that you have to put in place a little appetizers before you give the entrees so a few key points to consider. First, clarity and simplicity. Break down those complex concepts into clear and simple language, all right? Avoid all that jargon and technical terms that may be unfamiliar to your audience. Now, if you're talking about CRMs, customer relationship management systems, and your audience doesn't understand that, then you're talking to the wrong audience, okay? Or you need to bring down your content a little bit and then at some point later on, remember, quote unquote, the people who are still behind you, but you're giving them more content, you're 10 years advanced, then start sprinkling that type of content and see what starts, what's starting to resonate with them. Because that's going to give you the understanding like, okay, my audience is starting to pick up on these, quote unquote, more complex jargon, technical stuff. Now I can keep bringing that into play. So first, you got to clarify and keep things simple. Second, visual elements go a long way. People want to see, all right, it's cool to, you know, keep putting text together in blogs, but Incorporate visual elements, graphics, charts, pictures, carousels, 
whatever the case may be, it's going to complement your written text. It's going to allow people to see what, what you're referring to. You got to think about visual aids and how they can enhance the understanding and make your information more memorable. The third thing is relevance and value. Ensure that your content directly addresses the frustrations and the goals of your target audience. Your audience is likely to engage more with that type of content because it provides them with tangible value and solutions that they can what specifically use right now, depending on their current issues. So by focusing on these aspects of digestibility in your content, you can better attract and resonate with the ideal clients and customers. That'll foster a stronger connection, a stronger relationship with them. It's going to increase the likelihood of them trusting you as a successful what? Solopreneur, creator, and business owner. They're going to engage with you more. They're going to buy things from you more. And it's crucial to understand that the success is not just a one-time endeavor. You're going to have to keep doing this over and over and over. No one's gotten to the top of the mountain and just, you know, stood there. They're like, okay, I'm here. Now, what else is there to accomplish? What else is there to do? So you got to have this repetition and you got to be intentional about planning alongside of whatever it is that you know in the future-wise with your allies. I say, quote, unquote, allies, because I don't know what you're doing. You may just want to be a solopreneur person. I have clients and students right now. They're like, hey, I don't want to have a team. I just want to have me, me, me. I'm enjoying just me time, me and my family. There's nothing wrong with that. So I say it this particular way. You got to embrace your story. You want to leverage your staple content, your evergreen content, and sell your butt off. Sell your offer with confidence, all right? Be sure to visit the link below in the description or show notes to download that profitable social media content roadmap. Appreciate you being here. Please share. Peace.